0: sweat equity podcast and streaming show. The number one business comedy, comedy, business (gasps) podcast in the world. Thank you. Ric Flair, uh, pragmatic entrepreneurial advice with real raw dog talk. Um, what? Oh fuck! What's the other award? What? I, meant to, I meant to look up the what? other award.
1: Bleep it out. Twenty twenty something's uh, comedy podcast of the year from Southern State Business Awards.
0: Ooh. Ooh, that's so hot! Listen to us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Your mom Sony Walkman from nineteen ninety one. It's yellow. It's water resistant. Um, you know what? Sponsored by Squarespace. I don't want yeah, to read. I don't want to read all the copy. Just and if you really want to hook up the show, be our BFFs. Subscribe to the podcast, rate it five stars, write a short review, and then share this show. Share the shit out of it. We had Fred Carey on. Really good. He's. He, we want him to be our dad. I. I asked him to be my dad. An extra dad. Yeah. My other. A new da- uh, yeah. No like offense a to Larry dad. Smith, but I wanted. I wanted an additional dad.
1: Right. We want two dads.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, my two dads.
1: All for the same dad.
0: And, and you know, brother, you know what dads like to say to each other when they are it up like that? Howdy toddy! It's called sweat.
2: Listening to the Sweat Equity Podcast.
0: You know, we're, we we just do it live on tape. We don't really edit that much, but really, it's a conversation. We try to make it very conversational, and okay. honestly, we wanted to have real talk. You know, like yeah. like we do in offices or meetings when there's no cameras or yeah. Cameras. I harp
1: on like these uh, these serial killer podcasts that are highly edited. To me, I think they should be called something else other than podcasts Because yeah. to me, a podcast is unedited. Conversation, letting it flow for hours if necessary, just getting to the truth.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, I think what we like is having that real talk. Um, kind of the anti LinkedIn feed of just saccharine, sweet kind of posts. Um, and we're keep, we're, we're, we're going to keep I've all of this in <laughs> uh,
2: a lot of my life, so uh, I'm not afraid to uh, tell people about that. So,
0: so all right, tell us about that. Uh, you've been to hell and back. Uh, like the dark night rises, you got out of the hole. Um, can you tell us about some of those experiences
2: right now or yeah,
0: yeah, we're we're going, man. This is how we roll.
2: Oh, we're already recording. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Probably a new record for somebody not knowing (laughs) I
0: (laughs) I was going to, I was going to reiterate it, but yeah, we're, we're do this live on tape. We can cut out some of that early stuff if you want. (laughs) Yeah. If you don't Uh, want the,
1: uh, m-word in there
0: (laughs) we add it later just you know to spice this up no um what's it called yeah uh you know what advice would you give your 13 year old self
2: you want it yeah you know well let's start out with that Uh, my 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 13 year old self uh, actually i was really kind of pure and naive and uh under the control of a fairly uh forceful abusive father and had to switch from being a football player to becoming a musician because that that was the path I wanted to take I literally had to hide my guitar in my closet for a year before he knew about it my mom bought it for me but I had to swear not to tell him and he came by a year later heard me playing in my room opened the door like he was going to scream at me and then said wow, you just got a guitar. You play really well for somebody just just playing the guitar for the first time. So I think my advice to my 13-year-old me would be to do what you believe uh, always and don't allow other people to fashion who you're going to become because only you can create your future, not others that are going to disappear from your life at any given point.
0: Is is this is this the era when rock and roll was rebellious? Right. <laughs> That's all I'm and thinking you know, about.
1: Homer and uh, Lisa with the saxophone. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like.
1: Yeah.
2: We, you know, I went from the, I, I'm 73. I just turned 73. And, Mazel uh, tov. Still, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Still working my ass off. I work about 12 hours a day. Holy. I start, I start the day doing 90 minutes of training uh, with a trainer five days a week. So I can beat up most of my twenty-year-old employees. Of course, they're all girls. No, not true. <laughs> of, of, uh, of either sex, uh, as far as working out. So um, I don't know. I just think that that life is best done when you're living it every single day and you're uh, not knowing whether you have a next day or not.
0: Uh, I did go on your Instagram. I looked at one of the, I think it was a pen post of yours on there. I'm sure you're the one pushing all that stuff out there. <laughs> um, it seems very uh, professional. So I was like, I don't know if he's designing these social media posts. Well, I don't up. know. Maybe
1: well, ask first. Well,
0: he is the, he is the writer of all the uh, content, but as far as like, you know, Oh, does this handwriting font look good on this? Um,
1: it's a lot of work.
0: The one I saw that caught my eye was the, about routines. Can you give us your routine other than working out? Cause I find, I think Eric does too. Yeah. Like routine is, is it's the, you know, the discipline disciplines, ultimate freedom kind of mantra and getting in those routines to kind of let your brain breathe. makes a lot of things easier in your life, not harder. Um, can you give us your routine in the morning?
2: Yeah. And, and by the way, yes, I do all my own, uh, Content and ah. I don't, I don't have any bullet points or anything. I'll just uh, turn on the camera and just start speaking, and I get it to about fifty-seven seconds every time. And I I don't oh, know you what are
0: the, look, you are savvy. Look, yeah, I mean, look, I know people that work in marketing agencies and don't wouldn't think that way, you know. Yeah. So yeah.
2: Well, don't forget, I'm seventy-three, so I've had a lot of practice. So anyway, so my whole. The essence of what I try to do is to work on the most important thing before you work on work, and the most important thing is you. So I start every day with a, with about 90 minutes to two hours, which means I have to get up around 5 in the morning. I have a trainer that shows up here. Otherwise, I'd stay in bed, and uh, she pounds on my door. I have a gym on my property, and we go do different things every day for 90 minutes. Uh, after I do that, I'll do some... Uh, reflection in the form of uh, gratitude and it could be anything i'm happy that i'm breathing i'm happy that uh, i have friends i'm happy that my ex-wife left me whatever (laughs) whatever whatever it is (laughs) i'm happy that i make
0: jokes with the rule of threes yeah nice (laughs) and um
2: and and then the kind of positive affirmations you know because life gets tough no matter how successful you get in life financially or in any other way there are things that are happening every day that, that put curves in your life that you're not expecting so just some positive affirmations to know that you can kind of get through it and then I'll meditate typically I'll meditate for five ten minutes you can do it for 30 seconds it doesn't matter and then I then I'll read I'll read a paragraph I'll read a chapter I'll read a sentence it doesn't matter what I read I'll read something then I start my day. And so by focusing on me first and making that a routine, um, by the time I start my work, I'm kind of relaxed, I'm focused, I'm, I have my energy, and I'm ready, ready to take that day.
1: You're ready to give of yourself. So now that you've taken care of yourself, you can give to others.
0: Yeah, and, exactly. and I realized that too late. I'd, I would do everything for everybody else and max myself out and just stress the shit out of myself and then had to really reconfigure that so this is a good reminder to like, you yeah, know, nobody's swooping in to be like, Hey, did you, uh, take care of yourself today? Yeah. Or and you, uh, you know, and over, yeah. And over time too, Some I, mothers out there I, are a little I, overbearing, but I would yeah. deliberately like, if you write the to do list in the morning, I would deliberately put like, like one, two, three gratitude things. But then also like some, some things over, like, uh, as they come up, I don't need to do, or, or I do need to, like when people are asking for help, like, hey, we have this charity event. Do you want to help us with some of that? And I just have down boundaries to say no. Mm-hmm. You know, before I'd be like, yeah, I can, I can, I can help you out and then max my you know, bandwidth out. Um, I it, like, uh, Fred,
1: how you uh, seem to be not hard on yourself when it comes to your routine. Like, I feel like a lot of people have this thing where they're like, if I don't do 30 minutes on the treadmill, why bother? Right. You know, like, or if I don't read a whole chapter of the book, what's the point? You know, and it seems like you're cool. Like, it's just like, get it on the board. Just get your day going. Don't
0: don't
2: dwell on it too
0: much. At minimum, all your tasks and your routine, you just have to start them, it sounds like.
2: Yeah, and, you know, I think one thing important is when we have that type of attitude of, like, I have to do it exactly this, exactly this, then what happens is if we fail one day, we end up failing two days a week, a month. I, I don't know how many people have tried to do something: stop smoking cigarettes, eating better, exercise more. And you figure out what that routine is, and then you skip a day. Then you're gone because you feel like you failed. I have this kind of one free skip attitude that you know, if you if you mess up a day, or you mess up a couple of days. Then just get right back into it and don't focus on the fact that you didn't your body's telling you that you needed a break for one reason or another and you took your break now get get back to it
0: yeah you um I, the general kind of theme i got going through some of your content is you are very much like golf like uh the entrepreneurship games between your ears and it's uh it, it's more psychological i think the advice i saw i i i didn't see a, a whole you know a bunch of hours worth of it but you know skimming through a lot of things It seems like that's where your mastery is right now. Like, That's where your wisdom lies. Is that fair to say? I mean, you're a Harvard business, you're a Harvard law school, you're a a badass attorney, you're a CEO, uh, you've helped grow numerous amounts of companies, um, so I don't want to downplay that into one kind of swooping generalization, but I feel like what you're doing kind of with that wisdom is giving it out
2: there. Yeah. You know, one thing that, that I figured out, um, with the, the pain of uh, success then failure and success and failure is that if you're focusing on a, the financial aspects alone, then you're never going to be happy, right? Because if it's money, no matter how much money you have, you're going to want more, you're going to spend more. You know, we always seem to have too much month for our money, no matter how, how far along we get and instead if you focus on happiness and trying to do the right thing and aligning your passion and your purpose with what you're doing in your life then you can be happy even on days when you can't pay the rent or on days when uh you know your girlfriend or boyfriend or husband or wife was being an asshole uh as long as you can focus on kind of a greater thing other than objects, then you're going to be a lot happier in your life. And I, my argument is that if you are trying to be an entrepreneur and trying to have a successful business, you're never going to have a great business unless you can become a great leader and you're never going to become a great leader unless you can have a great personal life where you're treating your wife, your husband, your kids, your dog, the neighbors, the community in a a respectful, honest, and uh, committed way. And it all starts there, and that's why I talk a lot on social media about becoming a better you first, and then everything else falls into place.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I really uh, got egg on my face because your real personal brand mantra, I do know, uh, and it, it, it got me excited about this interview. Your slogan's, Fuck Average, Be Legendary. Um, can you tell us about that? Because it reminded me of uh, Steve Martin's book uh, born standing up where his whole mantra was, um, be, uh, Oh oh my God. Uh, I'll have to look it up. God, God, my brain just shut off. You
2: brought it up. You brought it up. Yeah. We're going to have to edit that part. No, we keep
0: that in because it's, (laughs) people like to hear that I go on the, my brain goes on the fritz. Be undeniable. I hear
1: that you stop talking.
0: Be undeniable. I didn't even have to finish the Google search. Be
1: undeniable.
0: Yeah. His whole thing was like, you yeah he will keep doing what he wants to do if he's undeniable, and so his attitude was that way with the you know the actual like keeping like a box score like he's one of those dorks at a baseball game about every gig he did mm-hmm. and like notes on it, and was very thorough and also was very thorough about his act and always trying to improve it and like you know he was like if you're uh, be be so good, they can't deny you
2: yeah. Uh, and that's kind of, uh, by the way, I have a copyright, uh, or trademark on that on, uh, like average be legendary. Awesome. I can't believe I got, got it, but I got it. Nice. And the whole point is that we, we want to have extraordinary lives. You know, we all, we all do. Everybody wants to have an extraordinary life, but what extraordinary thing did you do today? You know, what extra effort did you make today? And you, you can't have an extraordinary life unless you start doing extraordinary things, unless you start believing that you can do anything, unless you can take a failure and treat that as an opportunity. that's why I say fuck average, be legendary. That means go above and beyond what you believe you can do. And a lot of the times you're going to get there. It's kind of like how we deal with our show.
1: We could be, LinkedIn darlings, we could oh, yeah. keep it real, like, you know, mm, I'm not going to say any cuss words, but we, can, we can't do what, that. What we used to call PC in the 90s,
0: yeah. now it's woke. Um, uh, before that, I don't know what it was, uh, kind of in the 70s era.
1: Mm, yuppies, I don't know. Uh,
0: yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, we can play the game. Uh, we, we'd rather be authentic. It sounds like you have an authentic way of going about it. You know, uh, I think of that as like, Try to give 10, 20% more of yourself, of what you, yeah. your goals were. Um, do you try to do something amazing every day? Is that something you, you... I wanna know about your self-analysis. When do you go, you know, after the morning, do you do any self-analysis at the end of the day, anything like that?
2: Yeah, you know, I, uh, I'm pretty tough on myself, and I always think I can do more than I did in, in a day. And so, therefore, I try harder the next day. That's just – I don't recommend it highly for people (laughs) because (laughs) Uh, (laughs) it's (laughs) exhausting. I've heard of continuous
0: improvement in the business world, but, you know, that's – this is not supply chain or manufacturing. This is like uh, – you know, you can get – you can go mad doing that, I'm sure. You're 73. You
1: know, tomorrow, try and do worse. See what happens. Yeah yeah that could be a good plan that could be for your me. you know
0: your rest day
1: just take, like your exercise yeah. rest day have a have a again yeah <laughs> just take the day off
0: you know uh or just Thank do it you. as like uh just slowly just just go into lethargy and just apathy <laughs> yeah. and just uh, <laughs>
1: never do it again and
0: get a documentary documentary's never you. been the same since he did that podcast. <laughs> Hey, I gave these one guy you
1: know, off, and now he's just. Whoa, Whoa, Whoa,
0: Whoa. I just gave these two podcast guys that did their show, and just gave them a bunch of money. I don't know why. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> By the way, that, you you you're allowed that, to do that. That, that could be well, Thank you. I didn't realize that, but uh, I'll, I'll I'll keep a note here on that. Just a <laughs> reminder But as I know, ahead. it
0: won't buy me happiness. So, uh, as someone wise just told us, it's like you weren't even
2: listening. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but you know the. The reality is, I think my best coping mechanism has become kind of so what. Uh, like if I have, because sometimes I have 400, 400 startups under under me. What with the Idea what? pros, And uh, it's insanity, and and that's why when we first started, I was telling you, uh, I don't, I don't know if I'd do this again. It's kind of stupid when you look at it, because if you have. One startup, you got fires all the time. You have 400 startups that look at you as the big daddy. Um, it's just relentless. It's just like this tidal wave that keeps coming day after day. And so I finally got my point across to myself that it's at some level you can't care. You know, you can do as much as you can, and when you haven't done everything you think you can do. Just be okay with that. Just know that you've tried your hardest, that you've done the best you can do, and whatever the consequences are, bring them on because you're doing all all you can possibly do.
0: Yeah, I think I I only kick the shit out of myself nowadays. I I don't go too hard in the pain anymore, but only when I knew I could have done it better or I was just kind of limping in or just I didn't give it the 100% effort that I, I know I should have. Uh, and then got bad results, and you're like, like I did a set last night, and I was like, I'm going to sit down and write some jokes. And I was like, just other shit? I, I <laughs> let it get in the way. Jokes. where did I put those jokes? I, I wanted to do That's a four-minute rant about pickleball um, and how it's not a sport. Um, it's not it's barely a game to me. Uh, but that aside... I don't even know what that is. Uh, pickleball? Huh. I
1: kind of know. That but.
0: paddle tennis for fat dads? Um <laughs> see has got legs. Um, <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> just work. Hold on, let me let me get some material.
1: Oh, now you done it, Fred.
0: You ever watch Bluey? Uh no. Um so you know Idea Pros, how does that it, it, it does sound overwhelming? Because one startup just being involved with one startup is a lot already. You you're like uh uh it's kind of like um you know when guys pitch like Mormons can have extra wives and you're like, and when you're younger, you're like, that's awesome. And then you really think about it like, later in life. You and want, you're like, why would you want, that yeah. sounds like a fucking gu- That that's sounds like a punishment. Right. That's exactly, <laughs>
1: that's a great metaphor for what Fred's doing to himself.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. Cause that, like yeah. you have one, one lady and you're like, okay, nice. Uh, but I'd like to have a lot more. Right. And then you have, you're, you're juggling a lot of, Oh, there's other stuff that comes with it. And oh. it's, <laughs> and it's a lot of emotion, honestly
2: yeah it is you know it's not like somebody buying a toaster oven uh because they need one when When somebody comes to me, they're coming to me because they want to change their life and the reality is even the best venture capital firms in in the world that work with only the best graduates out of the best schools in the country, they have about a ten fifteen percent success rate, you know, and I'm dealing with anybody who wants to be an entrepreneur that has the passion, has capital, and willing to give me a piece of the company we're going to start together, uh, I'm going balls to the wall for them. And uh, even so, nothing happens when it's supposed to. Everything takes longer. The final results are never as good as you think they should be. I mean, you should see, go and look at the first Instagram. It's pathetic. You couldn't even like anything on it, you know, And, and you have to be okay with going live when you're embarrassed. Mm. When you have something you're embarrassed about and and you go live anyway, your first version, you should be embarrassed about it because if you're not, you waited too long. You built version three, version five, version 10 of what you're doing and trying to convince entrepreneurs that sucking is okay as long as you get out there with the core fundamental thing that you want to accomplish and the value proposition you want to give, then you get better over time. That's the hard part.
1: What? Yeah, you want to be able to have that picture of like, hey, remember back in the day when we were it was so shitty, and we had that truck that didn't work, and like, look at this picture, look how stupid we were, and now we're successful. Makes it way better.
2: Exactly.
0: Um, yeah, and so if someone comes to you, what is that minimum capital they might need to have? I'm trying to think if someone out there's listening, or I've, I talk to a lot of startups all the time. Uh, I would love to funnel them your way instead of having to having to talk on the phone to help them out um what is what are those minimums for anybody listening
2: yeah and we used to just have a full-on program basically you came to us with an idea and we partnered with you and we did everything everything from your raw idea to a nationwide launch of your first product for your first company and that was a minimum of about 100000 to 250000 and 30% equity in uh, in the company we were going to form together. But it's a half a million dollars to a million dollars worth of stuff that people are paying that for. But now, we, over two years, we had over 100,000 applications and we took 400 partners. So there was a whole bunch of people that said, hey, I'm an entrepreneur and I need help. And I had nothing to give them because they didn't have that kind of capital. So now we have tons of Free content, we have low price content. I have a master class that's a couple hundred dollars, teaches all about entrepreneurship. Uh, we have the thing that's missing most for uh, a startup, first time entrepreneur, especially, is the number one reason that new companies fail is they've created something that nobody wants, that there's no demand for. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's insane, but that's the number one thing. And so we have a package. I don't know, I think it's around a thousand bucks or so. It completely takes your idea. vets it does about a forty page report, lets you know where you should be as opposed to where you think you should be, and gives you real legs to go out and and launch a business. So we have solutions. Every every step of the way, including tons of free stuff.
0: Bookmark that in my head. (laughs) That thousand dollar because right, Right, just forward. You gotta send them that way. I write. I've written business plans. I still will write business plans if the price is right. It's a lot of work, and uh, ain't nobody gonna buy this. And And it's it's like the the harsh. The worst part is the vetting process and the research. And if it's like.
1: Well, I got an app idea. I got an app idea. Oh, yeah? Well, did you check the app
0: store? Right. No. Did, did you do the basic research of, of any 11-year-old? No. Oh, here's one that's actually better. I didn't think of that. Yeah, that's what I, I'm a yes. dick now. And when people go, I have an app idea, I go, stop. I go, number, <laughs> number one, just stop no. right there. I go, number one, here's the deal. It's a decision tree. Does this thing exist yet? And if it exists why, why are you going to do it better? How are you going to do it better? What's the angle? If Differently. It, if it doesn't exist, it's, it's, a, it's a fork of a question. But if it doesn't exist, why doesn't it exist? Right. And right. That's actually harder right. to find out. Right. right.
2: right. And, and, you know, and, I get, and I try to get people away from even thinking like that at all. I don't want people saying they have an app idea. I want people to say they have a business solution. You know, and, and there's this big need that I think I can fill with a solution. And by the way, I'm gonna deliver it through an app. Uh, everybody just focuses on the app. Right. You know, before, mm-hmm. before it was a website, before a website, it was a carrier pigeon. It's just, you know, it's the delivery mechanism that everybody gets hung up on. They wanna, I have an idea, let me find an app developer. And they haven't thought through it. I spoke to a woman earlier today She's spent over a hundred thousand dollars with oh. another company so far. An app company doesn't even have a prototype yet. You know, Yikes. she's not certain about what it is she's creating. So, don't build an app. Build a business.
0: That's why it's important to do a business plan because you have to write a mission statement, and the mission statement isn't uh, isn't a hard line like goal. It's. Very open-ended, and that should be well, the, the emotion that's carried through it, right? Fred called it a business solution.
1: Right. You're solving a yeah. problem.
0: Right, right, right. Right. Idea right. And and ideas are easy. They're cheap.
2: Everybody. I, I haven't ever met anybody that didn't have an idea.
0: Look, every, every bro in college thinks of two business ideas they're going to do. One's own a bar. Right. Because they're like, we drink. We like hanging out at a bar. We could open a bar. And, the, and then they don't do it. But the second one also is like a t-shirt company. Right. <laughs> like yeah. airbrushed funny t-shirts, man. I could write some funny stuff. Yeah. You guys laugh at that. And it's like, okay. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, you know, I get a lot of people pitching app ideas, rarely anything that's offline kind of business idea, because it seems like a cheat code. That's why you get pitched those, right? I, you must get pitched yeah. those all the time.
2: Well, yeah. And, and by the way, if you have an idea that you want to deliver on an app, it's a zero or a one. You know, if, you, if you're building a physical product, you can go out and make $50,000 a year, 100000 a year, 200000 a year. You're having some level of success with an app. You're either going nowhere or you're going to the moon. And the fact of the matter is there's 10,000 new apps in the app store every day. Oh my. 10,000. Is that right? Every
1: that sounds.
2: That's. L- look it up. I believe
1: every you, day.
0: But it, yeah. It's shocking. It seems overwhelming. Like when you read how much YouTube videos uploaded per minute or something, it's, it's like oh, yeah. a billion minutes <laughs> right. for every minute all great of stuff, real time.
1: Dude. just really high quality stuff. Well, this show. across the board.
0: Yeah. Uh, Fred's content <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. Um, you know what? What so? What would be the process? Someone comes through. It, it, I'm guessing there's some guidance with the the CEO or president of this of this startup, uh, like mentoring. It's, it seems like a very regimented, like mentoring meets uh, consulting of sorts.
2: It is plus production, right? So so you do execution the, the very, too. Yeah. Okay. So the the, the very first thing I, I'll ask people is. You know what's the size of your market who's your competitors why are you better and 95 percent of the time they don't know well, I, I don't think i have any competitors well if you have no competitors you have something that nobody wants because if, if yeah people right if enough people have a need there's going to be some solution it might not be anywhere near as good as what you have but it's like the, the first person that invented the car right they could argue they have no competitors
0: the competitor horses.
2: was a yes yeah because the pro, it's the problem is transportation it's a real problem you have a better solution and the same thing with if you're going to build something now what's the real problem and why do you have a better solution and people don't know that what's the market size what's the market growth what's the competitive landscape look like what are their weak spots how are you going to exploit their weak spots? Who's your target ideal customer? How are you going to steal them away from the competitors? Are you going to make them your, the passionate advocates of your brand? How are you going to go to market? Are you going to distinguish yourself in your naming, your branding, your positioning? You know, How are you going to be the Apple to the IBM and Microsofts of, of the world? And people don't think through any of that. Cool
0: did this just turn into a sex line? Cause this is getting me horny. No, uh, <laughs> I, I love all this stuff. Uh, yeah. Tam, that's, you know, uh, a lot of that market research that Tam, Sam, Psalm or whatever. Yeah, Um, yeah. you know, a lot of people don't it, like even do the hour. Like my thing is like you, if it's your business, you should have like military light callback to any question about the business or anything in the market of that industry or sector or whatever. And how many people have a business plan when they come to you? Do they have to submit Uh, it? That's so crazy. None of them do.
2: Yeah. Most people come to us with an idea and, um, you know, it's, it's, it really is amazing that I'll tell you what the problem is. The, the, The problem really is social media uh and um and i'm on social media all, all the time and this is social media in, in in a sense but the problem is that social media has made entrepreneurship look really easy and it's really really fucking hard and <laughs> yeah. they, you you'll have you'll have some 24 year old kid sitting in front of a 10 million dollar mansion with his lamborghini saying in just one week i can give you this life and it's bullshit and we buy into it and so we show up completely unprepared I like to, to liken it to sports. Uh, I'm going to hire you to be the coach of my team. Well, what sport are we playing? I can't, I can't tell you that right now. What are the rules? I don't know. How many players am I going to get? I, I don't know. What, what's the objective? I, I, I don't know. But that's how we show up for our business. You know, We would never do that in sports. You've got to know everything about the sport, the players, the competencies, competencies of the other side the rules of the game how you're going to win how you're going to get all the fans rooting for you do that in sports you got to do the same thing in business what would you do if somebody did bring you a business plan (laughs) eric
0: starts typing
2: probably wouldn't read it (laughs) (laughs) that's what i wanted to know do you even want these things i've actually created a one-page business plan uh that we have available on our on our uh site somewhere on our site. i don't even know where the hell it is but basically in one one page it has every different element of what you'll find in a 40 or 50 page business plan just laid out very very succinctly the problem nowadays with most business plans is the only people that want them is if you're going to get an Funding. sba loan yeah, yeah. Bank. you know yeah well, and it, even like with venture capital they don't want a business plan anymore um private equity they don't want a business plan anymore so. really I,
0: think, I guess they they're yeah. i guess they're more acquisition they're getting more chill um you yeah. know
2: well the, they, they, they want to make
0: sure balanced scorecard yeah um yeah, can, yeah. You, can you talk to us about that with the health of the company before we have to skedaddle we have to have you back on because uh i feel like we barely tap you know oh, yeah the uh yeah the surface here um but can you tell us about how a uh, balance uh, uh, a balanced scorecard, or I, I'm guessing another way to say, it, is the health of your business. Uh, how do you, how how's a, anybody listening that has a business, kind of do that in a, as the most objective way?
2: Well, you know, I used to actually teach balanced scorecard and, and 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 use it in in some of my organizations. And what's really good about it is you you find measurable. Elements of your company and and specific tasks that you do against those measurements to make sure you're living up to them. So, for example, uh, if you have a sales organization, you may tell all your sales folks that they need to do 50 outbound calls every single day Uh, and you have certain expectations of them of what's going to happen, but you haven't calculated it in the right way. If you find out that looking at data will get, will allow you to understand the fact that if somebody does 27 phone calls for three minutes or less every day, I'm likely to generate X amount of revenue from that because my data shows me that. And so using that type of technology that we have available right now to go deep down under the hood and figure out from a fundamental level, the things that I do... Give me these results. So you don't just tell somebody, you need to bring me at least $100,000 a month or you're out of here. You tell them the underlying behaviors that have to take place. And so the balance scorecard method uses that same type of approach in different objectives. Find out the behavioral elements of those objectives that are going to give you the results that you need. And if you don't know how to do that as a company, you're not going to make it.
0: Can you... um? <laughs> Can you adopt us? I was gonna say, can you be my dad? <laughs> we're you know we're 38, thirty eight, thirty, you, know, you know we're in our late thirties, but we're we're still we can, we're still useful. Um,
2: you're adoptable. We can take Aww. out the
0: trash. Yeah, I mean we we both have parents, <laughs> a oh, mom I and dad, a dad, both all alive. But you know we an extra dad, a bonus dad, as they like to call it. Yeah. We we have to have you back on. Uh, thank you so much Love. for coming on this time because you're. Your dollar per hour is a lot higher than ours. Um, But, yeah, we'll have to have you back on uh, whenever we can.
2: Okay, I'd love to. You guys are awesome, and this has been a lot of fun.
0: All right, buddy. Thanks, Fred. See ya.